0: Hey, honey, welcome to the first episode of Brown Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Asia Jay, your favorite brown skin girl with thighs thick like honey. Now tell me how wide is the line between private and secret? After reflecting over my 26 years of life, I realized that many of us not only were raised to favor secrecy, but to honor it. We were all ingrained with the statement, what goes on in this house stays in this house. And I'll be honest and say, I took that statement and I applied it to my whole life. What happened in my life stayed in my life. And to be quite frank, if no one was around to see it, I could say it just didn't happen. You know that saying, if a tree fell in the forest, but no one was around to hear it, does it still make a sound? <laughs> well, I can show you every time I fell, I still heard my tears. Adopting the mindset of what happens to me stayed with me, engulfed me with pride. And ultimately fear, fear of their reaction. What if they weren't nurturing? What if they judged me? What if they told? So not only did keeping my life a secret fill me with pride, it ultimately filled me with shame. I grew to the point where I felt like I knew better. And because I knew better, I knew I should have been doing better, but I wasn't. And because I wasn't, I felt like I didn't have the right to feel how I was feeling because I brought it upon myself. (laughs) I didn't do the things to myself, but I felt like because I subjected myself to them by staying along for these bullshit ass rides that, that I didn't have a right to complain because I chose to stay along with it. It's funny how we'll shame ourselves out of being human. You know, for so long, I thought these secrets were my own. That is, up until about a year ago when I started creating content. I started sharing about my own plus size experience, something I never wanted to do. I've always felt like the token fat girl. Oh my God, Asia, you're so confident. Oh my God, Asia, how did you build your confidence? So how dare I let everyone down and prove the naysayers right? And I talked to them about how hard it can be being a plus size girl. As a plus size woman, I've spent so much time being a confidence back. Because in a world where society says I should hate myself, I had no choice but to affirm myself as worthy. Worthy to wear whatever the hell I want, worthy to take up space, worthy to be loved out loud, worthy to be known as more than just a gawk gawk and a super soaker. I mean, I'm not saying it's a lie, but there's so much more to being a plus size woman. All jokes aside, it's time to pull back the curtain. Here's my secret life as a plus size girl. care what anyone says, growing up plus size is its own unique experience. It's like you're there. People see you're there, you take up space, but they don't really see you, which is why it's so easy to wind up doing so many things in secret. One of the most common misconceptions about being a plus size woman is that I'm undesired and to be quite frank, I feel like my experience has been the opposite. Now I'm not too proud to admit that a lot of the scenarios have been more so squirrels chasing nuts, but there's always been this curiosity around the plus size woman. And we all know curiosity killed the cat. Not mine though, she has nine lives. But when I was younger, this secret desire fueled a fire in me, honestly. As an adolescent, it was empowering to know that I was wanted, even though people didn't think I was. And this harnessed the ultimate confidence. I knew what I knew, but I didn't feel like I needed to prove anything to anyone. And i was always watching in the background, hearing girls talk about guys. And I'm like, well, he's talking to me too. In retrospect, it was never good to be anyone's secret. But for the time being, it felt like I know something you don't. I know something you will never know. But don't judge me. Like I said, adolescence. At 26, I know the importance of being loved out loud of being claimed of someone being proud to be with me. Another thing that didn't dawn on me until I got a bit older was how many older men preyed on the fact that a lot of guys my age weren't outwardly interested in plus size women if at all. As I trickled into my late teen years older men would pitch this narrative that only an older man will be able to handle a woman like me. And it's funny because I was barely a woman. And unfortunately, nothing made me feel more mighty than knowing that guys many years my senior were interested in me. (laughs) Gross, right? When you're younger, you think dealing with an older man is almost like a badge of honor. An award you win for being so mature that you can deal with older guys. When actually it's a sign of his lack of maturity. And even now at 26, I'm only willing to go five years up. It's something about those 30s that really make men start going through it. And for the time being in my 20s, I'll spare myself from the experience. Ultimately, age doesn't equal maturity. But at some point, you have to ask yourself, what do you have in common with someone significantly younger than you? It's giving grooming. (laughs) The narrative is that young women seek older men because of daddy issues. Well, I had a dad, so that wasn't really my issue. Ultimately, I sought them because they sought me. And who doesn't want to be desired? The necessary downside of this is that you can't really talk about these experiences because you know they're wrong, thus creating more secrets. When all the other girls are talking about Daquan from Homeroom, you're in your head thinking about James from Home Depot. And then your secrets turn into lies. You change where you met this boy, or should I say man. You change how old he is, and you'll even say that he goes to a different school. But eventually your lies and lack of inclusion start to weigh on you. You want to be able to exchange looks with someone in the hallways, meet in between classes, and even be invited to school dances. And I don't know about you, but I never made it to prom. And is it absolutely ridiculous that I want my future somebody's son to acknowledge that and give me some type of prom experience? And don't get me wrong, I know the wedding will suffice, but transparent moment? Of course I want to get married, but with so little genuine experiences from men it just seems so far away. For me, it's a dream that I dream, but it's not actually a walk I feel like I'll talk. I can admit that I'm discouraged after constantly meeting men that are curious about my body but not curious about who I am, as if I don't have the same body parts as a smaller woman. And those short moments of physical intimacy aren't worth the significant emotional emptiness left behind. I really have to give credit to my mom for instilling in me that sex doesn't equal love, no matter how good the sex is. And with that in mind, I always drew an intentional line between sex and my emotions when it came to partners I chose to sleep with. To some people, this may sound crazy, but to me, it just makes sense. For example, men that I sleep with, unless we're truly pursuing one another, there's no need for aftercare on my end because ultimately it's not real i just always felt like if you and the person aren't establishing a true connection, laying there after the exchange, basking in the experience was almost like false intimacy, especially when you know and he knows that this is the only time you guys really connect. So no nightcaps for me. My mom would call it Cinderella rules. At midnight, you gotta go home. I can admit that I always find it amusing when men give me the pre-warning of I can't stay for long, Or they wait till after the fact and they say, ah, I gotta get up early in the morning. Regardless the reason, I'm ready for you to go home. I'm tired, I'm sweaty, and we all know sex as a plus size woman is a full workout for both parties. But don't get me wrong, do I want the physical and the emotional companionship to be one? Of course I do, but I don't think I should deprive myself of the physical intimacy that I desire while I wait on the emotional intimacy that I deserve. While I'm thankful for my thought process, I'd be lying if I didn't admit that I'm discouraged by the amount of men that would love to take advantage of it. I'm constantly meeting men that aren't looking for anything serious or just looking for fun. And don't get me wrong, I see them do this as smaller women too. But one thing that I will say, men will do what they think they need to do to receive what they want to get. In my experience, the same man that would just want to sleep with me would also want to sleep with my smaller friend, but for her, he'll think that it requires more, so he'll take her out, even though his end goal is the same. But for me, a plus-size woman, my answer to the question, do you smoke, will suffice. And if it's not do you smoke, it's do you want to chill, do you want to watch a movie, do you want to cuddle, anything to do the bare minimum to get the maximum reward. Now ladies, I'm not saying you should pop it for the cost of dinner, but wouldn't it be nice to be humored? To be considered worth something? And I know my worth isn't in a man's hands, but I'd be lying if I didn't admit that the impact of constantly going through these experiences wasn't impactful. Contrary to popular belief, plus size women are not concubines. We're people too and we deserve the same amount of love as any other woman. And our bodies are nothing to make up for. While I 100% believe we all have the right to preferences, why when speaking on what you prefer, the conversation around not liking plus size women is always the first bullet. Let me be clear, just because I'm plus size, that doesn't mean I will like any man that comes my way either. But you don't hear many think pieces on that, do you? And I don't shun any man that has a physical preference, especially if he's not ignorant. But I do always wonder, would you stand beside that woman if her body changed, which our bodies do? Would he be the type of man to leave? Or would he actually support her mentally and physically and dedicate his time to helping where she needs to get herself back to where she wants to be? And don't get it confused. I'm not looking for a man to look at me as build a bitch, get me in the gym and whip me into the perfect shape for him. But I wouldn't want to be with a partner whose love sways with the scale, whether it's up or down. Because let's be clear, there are plenty men that love plus size women and want them to stay that way. And while I can appreciate their appreciation for my body, it can get a little weird sometimes. On one hand, I want him to, of course, love my body and enjoy everything that it comes with. But on the other, he has to be reminded like I would remind a man that typically wasn't interested in plus size women that I'm more than just this plus size body. And don't get me started on the social media craze of the public BBW lovers. Don't get me wrong, love plus size women out loud, but let's not start pandering. You can show your love for plus size women by dating a plus size woman. To this day, I'll always ask a guy, what is his experience with plus size women? You know, I want to know, does he just sleep with them? Does he date them? And if he dates them, do your people know you like fat girls? And let me tell you why. If your people know you like fat girls, I'm going to know that you like fat girls for real, and this is actually going somewhere. If you've never really stepped out on the scene or brought a big girl to your family cookout, it's going to be really hard for me to believe that you actually like being with plus size women. And I know some plus-sized women feel like we shouldn't ask these questions. They'll say, well, he sees you, girl. Of course he does. But when it comes to this game of love, I don't leave anything up for interpretation, and I don't really believe in assumptions. There's nothing wrong with getting clarity for the questions that you want to know. Never be afraid that asking a man questions will ruin something. Honestly, I'd rather it end now than waste my time later because I never asked. And trust me, ladies, I know it can be intimidating, especially because we don't receive as many genuine connections with men as we deserve. But it's not worth holding on to if it's not going to lead anywhere. I'm not going to lie. I definitely conditioned myself to be okay with having nothing rather than having a little bit of something. Transparently, this is why I never understood why women that were significantly smaller than me put up with some of the bullshit they did because... They could nearly have any man they wanted. Honestly, I believe this is tied to the overstimulation of constantly having a partner. Now, I'm not saying this is true for everyone, but when it comes to some smaller women, because they've never really been alone, they may stay around dealing with shit longer because they don't know what it's really like to be by themselves. As a plus size woman, I can't say the same. Being a plus-size woman hasn't been easy, and while my secrets in my body don't define me, they've helped guide me to be the woman that I am today. And now that the curtain on my secret life as a plus-size girl has fallen, the show is just getting started. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next week in episode two. I'm your girl, Asia J., and this is Brown Honey Podcast.